In this episode of What's in the Story, we will be talking about Dragon Ball Z and Dr. Stone. If your discretion is advised, there will be spoilers. Welcome to What's in a Story, your one-stop shop for two random people critically assessing various forms of media and talking like we're actual experts. I'm Fat. And I'm Mega. Today's topic, we'll be looking at the evolution of Shonen. First, let's talk about what Shonen is for anyone who may be listening. Shonen is a genre of anime and manga that is geared towards 12 to 18-year-old males. Uh, it usually has big, crazy fights and more sci-fi themes. Uh, it's like what you think of when someone thinks of Marvel and DC-type things, uh, but for the children of Japan. As society has evolved, so has Shonen. Let's start with a great example, Dragon Ball Z. We talked a bit about this before with reactions, but DBZ has defined a huge part of what Shonen is. and has these big, giant guys fighting off these Aliens in very big, spectacular fights that every male likes to watch, especially teen males like to watch, where you just get to watch these big dudes fight other big dudes in crazy fights. Yeah, DBZ has definitely redefined, or I guess it initially defined how Shonen really was, because Shonen did not really hit the map until Dragon Ball. And specifically the Dragon Ball Z anime was really big, but Dragon Ball as a series really defined how uh, shonen would evolve. And during original shonen, it wasn't really these really big buff guys fighting because Goku was a little kid at the time. Yeah. And and really what established the shonen genre was the adventure and and like the martial arts inspiration that really affected a lot of uh, future series. And Shonen, after Dragon Ball, definitely had more adventure in it, and it was a lot more, like, lighthearted, but had serious moments that people could really get behind and get really hyped about. Because Dragon Ball has plenty of flaws in it. It has a lot of problems, but there is one thing that it still does better than any other series, and it is hype. Yeah. If there is a fight that you want to see in Dragon Ball, it happened, and it was awesome. Yeah, They will hype every single fight up every single time. Sometimes too long with the first Frieza fight, but... The first Frieza fight fight was only long in the original anime. Yeah. The manga was much quicker, much better. And Kai. Yeah, that's true. But Dragon Ball has established... The kind of dumb, goofy main character who happened to have a lot of really cool powers and is actually like really competent in a fight, which is really showed off in characters like Luffy from One Piece, who's a fantastic main character and builds on the basic character tropes of Goku, but kind of goes in a different direction. Instead of being obsessed with getting stronger and wanting to fight strong opponents, He's focused on adventure, and he is def- he definitely has a lot more impact on the story than Goku does. But Goku inspired characters like One uh, like One Piece. One Piece isn't a character. Yeah. Yep. Thank thank you, Luffy. Mega. Yep, Luffy, and inspired a bunch of pop culture reference. Like no series has been referenced more in pop culture than Dragon Ball. Yeah. If you have those hype moments with. Characters just getting, like, really into the fight, which Dragon Ball does a lot, 
of characters going really into it, you will see those referenced all the time in other medias with the dumb, goofy character that Goku is, is very much like Luffy's character. You have the serious, darker characters like Vegeta, which you can be which can be seen in characters like Bakugo. Hiei, Sasuke. Yeah. Any rival figure is definitely at least a little bit inspired yeah. by Vegeta. A very shonen trope. Yeah, villains turned heroes. Huge in Dragon Ball. You got King Piccolo. You got Tien Shin Han. Vegeta. Got Vegeta, of course. The first. Even yeah. Frieza at a certain yeah. point. Uh, and th- th- yeah. that one's a bit questionable because, they, because they're not really allies. They're yeah. more mutual. They have similar goals. Yeah. Majin uh, Buu. Majin Buu, yeah. And that's a trope that, at this point, we're kind of tired of. Yeah. But there's a reason why it became a trope. Because it worked really well. Like, at least when it first started becoming popular. And Dragon Ball really is the one that set those precedents. And really created Shonen as we know it today. And a message from our sponsor. Scissors. Have you ever been like, I want to cut this piece of paper, but you don't want to use a blade? Well, shucks. Now I got something. It's two blades attached to a hinge. Scissors. You might be like, wow, that's crazy. How do I use two blades without cutting myself? Well, scissors. They have a handle at the bottom, so you can snip, 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 very precise and in a straight line. Without having to try to like pull your blade down, cut on a weird way, you can just hold your piece of paper and cut across with scissors. It's crazy. Use them, buy them, scissors. Thank you. I can finally, you know, cut you out of my life. Oh, finally, no. thank you. As society has evolved, just like my Pokemon, so has Shonen as a genre. A fantastic example of how it's evolved is Dr. Stone, a fairly new uh, Shonen property which takes place 3,000 years into the future after everyone had been turned into stone, except for a small group of people. And after those 3,000 years, someone finally broke out of the stone. That person, Senku Ishigami, scientist extraordinaire. Basically, the entire show is about rebuilding society. And it is extraordinarily interesting because it has basically nothing to do with battles. There are action sequences in the, in the show, and there are fights. But it is few and far between relative to, of course, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You could call it anime mythbusters. You could call it that. And I would be kind of accurate because it's not, as they're not really mythbusting, they're proving scientific facts and utilizing those scientific facts to rebuild society. Yeah, Dr. Stone is a very different series, even for Shonen. But basically, it replaces fighting with science warfare, where there are two opposing sides, and one side prefers science and has a lot more technology and can produce a lot more 
tools and things along those lines. While the other society is very focused on human power and hard work and everything along those lines. And the series has some of the typical bat- battle tropes of two sides and confronting people with different ideals. But the way it executes on battles is very different. Because usually, the main characters cannot beat the opposing side using power or tools or anything. uh, Because the other side is much more well-equipped for fights. So, they develop things. And they use trickery. And it is something that is very different to shonen in general. They use science to defeat his enemies, and we still have some similar tropes of the one of the bad guys changing over to the good side. Like, a good example would be Magma. He very much opposed uh, Senku's group and did not want them in the village at all. And after a... Getting set on fire. After getting set on fire and trials, he switches over to the side of Senku and sees the usefulness in their science and technology and joins them, which is very much seen throughout all of Shonen with the bad guy turning to a good guy. Yeah, a trope that was definitely heavily utilized in Dragon Ball, in Dragon Ball Z. So, Dr. Stone is... It uses classic Shonen tropes in ways that don't fit the original intention very well. There was a tournament arc in Dr. Stone in order to see who would be... Uh, the new uh, village chief. And it was a tournament. It was a classic tournament. Except Senku and Chrome didn't, weren't really fighters. So they used tools and trickery to win. And it was so much more interesting than the classic uh, tournament. Fight arc. opponents, beat them up. That Yusuke would have done. And now, has done. Obviously there are... There are tournament arcs that are definitely better than this one, but but some of the things that happen in this uh, arc or in this event are super interesting. Uh, for example, during one of the last fights, Chrome, who is kind of the person we're rooting for throughout this entire thing, yeah. uh, <clears throat> he is up against Magma. And obviously he can't just win against Magma, Magma's huge and is the strongest person yeah. in the village outside of Kohaku. But... Easily 6'4 and just pure muscle. Yeah. Imagine the rock and you gotta fight him as a little boy. It doesn't work. It, it Yeah, it really doesn't. But using, manipulating the rules a little bit. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Kind of cheating. Yeah, basically cheating. Chrome is able to get into a position where he is able to set a lens... Uh, near Magma's clothes, and an outside uh, per- an outside character is able to trick Magma into thinking that if he moves, he'll die, which is definitely inter- interference. But the main characters, the main character just says, "Yeah, if if he moves and he doesn't blow up, it's just a taunt. If he does, well, he'll be dead." And then you could say we didn't win, but... Yeah, then you can say we're disqualified, but that's not that important right now. Uh, And it is... It's 
hilarious and it's really smart. The show as a whole definitely plays around with really, really smart characters. And there are a lot of things that happen that you fully understand once they explain what's happening. But in the middle of it, you're like, what's going on? This is crazy. And it is definitely... It's more complicated yeah. than Dragon Ball, but it definitely has a lot of aspects that are clearly lifted from Dragon Ball, but used in a completely different setting, with completely different rules, and it's super good. Yeah, it's a fresh new taste on the shonen format that we haven't really seen, oh, ever, really, because science hasn't really been the major point of a show, like... Dr. Stone does it, and if this was done when Dragon Ball was done, I don't know that it would have taken off as well as it did, but in today's society, it has amazing reviews, even when say, someone's saying, I went into this not expecting much, except it turns out to, this is one of the best of 2019, which is an amazing review for a show that is really just science anime. <laughs> Because it was science anime, I bought the manga immediately, before the anime came out. Uh, and I do not regret a thing. Yeah. Because it it's hard to say that it's better than Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, because it's nowhere near as influential. But at the same time, it is definitely building on the things that made Dragon Ball and previous shonen great. Characters fulfill similar archetypes. Some of the arc structures are similar in like how they go about solving problems. But every single thing that Dr. Stone does is unique. Even if it is built on a cliche at this point. Because a lot of the things that make Dragon Ball great have been used too much. And have become a cliche. But... It gets boring to see after so many times of seeing it. And Dr. Stone realizes that and changes it up. Changes the format of these cliches and tropes. And this is something that's seen in a lot of modern anime uh, and manga. Including Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah. Chainsaw Man. Uh, a bunch of these newer series are basically evolving on previous generations. A lot of them are based on Naruto. And Naruto was a series that was inspired by Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Yu Yu Hakusho. A bunch of these series inspired Naruto. So this is a few generations down the Shonen Ladder. And it definitely shows that traditions and cliches have evolved and are being utilized in more unique ways in order to change up the format that they know works. So, whether or not a lot of these changes are societal, or if they're just evolving on the storytelling of their predecessors, it's very clearly evident that new shonen are growing and changing and evolving. Not necessarily for the better, yeah. but for the different. Yeah, and it's nice to see these differences happen. They're evolving the storytelling of shonen and Really, storytelling in general is evolving, but 
we don't have time to talk about all of storytelling, so shonen. <laughs> yep. And I think that concludes our final episode for now, unless we decide to continue this. So it's been nice having you guys, if anyone's listening. If we get more than 15 views, we guarantee nothing. Yeah. But, but we'll appreciate the, yeah. how we will appreciate you who are appreciate you all except for you Jerry Jerry if you're listening Jerry we don't like you yeah no we we disrespect you sorry Jerry it's it's the hair seriously just come on shave, shave it. it off shave it I I'm not gonna go that far but no Jerry yeah no shave I, it. no I agree it's it's too much Jerry it's too much I'm sorry just you know just take it off you know just yeah. And with that, our final sponsor message. Razors. Have you ever had too much hair? Well now, razors. Use them. Buy them. Shave your head off, Jerry. Not your head. Your hair. Yeah. Keep keep your head on. Yeah. You can keep your head. Yeah. But shave the head. Shave the hair. Well, uh, shave the head, but not like shave yeah. the head off. Yeah. Thank you for that sponsor message. I was unprepared for that. Thank you all for watching. Bye. Bye.